God, we need you. We need you and we need you right away. God, we realize that without you, we are nothing. And God, we understand that even in the midst of everything that's going on, it is still in your hands. And God, we need you. We can't wait another moment. We can't wait until we, quote unquote, get our act together. We can't wait until we do all the things that we want to do. But God, we need you right away. And now, God, I thank you. I thank you that you your word is true, that you've never left us. You've never forsaken us. God, you continue to show yourself mighty towards us. And so for that, God, we say thank you. God, I thank you for those that are gathered on today to be able to hear of your word, to be able to worship together, God, in in this virtual environment. God, I I am so grateful for technology because technology is, is the ability to be able to stay together even when we're disconnected. God, I'm so grateful. And I'm grateful, God, that even though we may be in our various uh, houses, maybe in our various uh, uh, places of, of, of habitation, God, you still can connect us through your blood, through the spirit, God. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful, God, that we are still connected to the body and we're still connected to the family of God. Now, God, as we prepare to to partake of your word, God, we pray that you would do as you always do. God, that you would be our preacher. God, that you would be our teacher. God, there's nothing that we can say that your word uh, has not already said. God, there's nothing that we can do that your word has not already done. God, because the word, which is your son, has done it all for us. And so we are grateful. Now, God, we pray that he that have an ear, let him hear what the spirit is saying to the church on this Mother's Day. God, we love you and we adore you. And it is in Jesus name that we pray. Our journeys on today take us to Matthew, Matthew, the 15th chapter. We're going to be starting at the 21st verse, Matthew, the 15th chapter. We're going to start at the 21st verse. And from the New American Version, it reads as follows. Jesus went away from there and withdrew into the district of Tyre and Sidon. And a Canaanite woman came from that region, from that region, came out and began to cry out, saying, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is cruelly demon possessed. But he did not answer her a word. And his disciples came and implored him, saying, Send her away because she keeps shouting at us. But he answered and said, I was sent only to the lost sheep. Of the house of Israel. But she came and began to bow before him, saying, Lord, help me. And he answered and said, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she said, Yes, Lord. But even the dogs feed on the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus said to her, O woman, your faith is great. It shall be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed at once. And the word of the Lord is blessed. On this morning with the few moments that I have left, I want to share with you from this simple message. A mother's faith. A mother's faith. Listen, you all, I don't know about you if you've never had children. 
if you've never had to deal with taking care of another life. But even though it may seem like mama knows how to do all things, and it may seem as if mama knows all the answers to everything, and it may seem as if uh, if it's broke, mama can fix it. And if daddy doesn't know, all I got to do is go to mama. You'll be surprised how much mama has to rely on nothing but God in order to get things done. I know I got some others out there that can attest to that. There's been some times we didn't know how the ends were going to meet. We didn't know, uh, uh, you know, how things were going to happen. We didn't know when we were going to be able to get food on the table again. Or we got some food on the table, but it didn't have meat. And we didn't know if everybody was going to be able to eat off of it. And we didn't know uh, whether uh, we were going to have a job next week. And we didn't know when the pandemic was going to be over. But all we could do was rely on God. Not because we always heard God speak directly to us, but we knew that this life that we live is in the hands of God. And it is in him that we live, in him that we move, and in him that we have our being. And can I just put a pin right there? We didn't always know that it was God. We didn't always know. Some of us didn't start our maternal journey walking on the Lord's side. But we realized as time went on, when we thought we were hustling, when we thought we were moving and we were shaking, we realized that God was the one doing the moving and the shaking. Ah, God help me. We realized that he was the one shaking things up in the earth realm so that we could have the blessings that he dispatched to us from heaven. You all understand and realize this. The reason why you're here today is because of a mother's faith. It's got nothing to do with how well you get things done. It's got nothing to do with the school she sent you to. It's got nothing to do with uh, how well she dressed you. Had nothing to do with her telling you to stand up straight. Had nothing to do with her chasing you down in the places that you were. It simply had to do with the prayers of faith that your mother raised up for you. Now look, can we can we just just be honest now? We all didn't have the same experience with mothers. I get that. I understand that. But there was somebody's mother that was praying for you. It, it might not have been your birth mother, it might not have been your grandmother. It might not have even been an auntie, but somebody's mother had you on their mind. How can you say that? How can you say that, Apostle? I can say that because that's just the maternal instinct of a mother. We watch children, children outside of the ones that we have. We watch children and we're we're concerned about children. It's just something about mothers that get a concern about children that aren't even their own. We're concerned about children that can be rude. That can be disrespectful. We're concerned about you. We might want to string you up. Come on, can I just talk about it here? We might want to string you up, but we're still concerned about you. And if a mother had you on their mind at any time, you you can owe all that you are right now to somebody's mother's prayer of faith towards you. So listen, what, what, what can I say about mothers that we can learn from this, this scripture? First of all, let me give you a little backdrop on the scripture. The Bible says that Jesus had gone away from the place where he was and he had been <clears throat> giving parables as Jesus does. And, and the Bible says that he ended up in this place and he ended up there because he was trying to get into some solitude. 
He was trying to get to a place of quietness. He had been giving out to people. He had been explaining parables. He had been uh, dispatching out uh, uh, blessings and, and miracles. And he was trying to get some time to himself. And the Bible says that this uh, Canaanite woman, this Syrophoenician woman, heard that Jesus was in the area. And then she heard that he was in the area. And I believe the, the other account of this is in Mark. It says she, she fell out when she heard that Jesus was in the area. And then when she found him, she fell at his feet again. You all, you have to understand something. That even though we might not know what's going on, we do, uh, as mothers, know how to get things done. So the first thing you need to understand about mothers is that mothers have great insight. Mothers have great insight. They know if they can't get something done, they know they've got to find somebody that can get it done. They've got to find somebody that can make some things happen. They have to go and find out how to uh, get relief for their children. The Bible says that she came and she ran to Jesus and, and started to worship him and, and say, Lord, help me. I, I, I need you. And, and here it is. Understand she's a Canaanite woman, meaning that she's not of the Jews, but she's of the Gentiles. What does that mean? That means she wasn't a believer. She didn't even believe that a Messiah was coming. But she heard that this man, ah, this man who was in the, the, the country, this, this, this man who was in the region, who was giving sight to the blind, who was, who was causing the, the, the dumb to be able to talk, who was causing the lame to be able to walk, who was causing the deaf ears to be able to hear. She heard that he was in her area. He was in her region. And so without ever worshiping him, Notice what she called him. She said, have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. <laughs> my daughter is cruelly demon possessed. I would imagine that that mother did everything that she possibly could in order to see that her daughter could be free of this demon. And nothing was able to, to alleviate her daughter's suffering. So I would imagine that she felt like she had nothing to lose. I don't know who I'm talking to in Facebook land or YouTube land, Periscope land. I don't know who I'm talking to here on Zoom, but I'm here to let you know if you're down to your last rope and you've tried everything you know how to do, you apparently have not tried Jesus. <laughs> you, you haven't tried the one who has all things, all power, all authority that's been given to him by his father. And I declare to you, if you try Jesus, you'll never have to try anything else. He might not come as the old folks say, he might not come when you want him, but I declare he will be right on time. I know I've got some witnesses out there somewhere that can attest to the fact that when they tried everything else, they tried everything that their intellect would allow them to do. They tried everything that they thought their money would allow them to be able to do. They tried everything that their friends had recommended for them to do. They tried everything even that their own mother or grandmother or folks in their family told them to do. After they tried all of that and none of that availed, they tried Jesus. And once they tried Jesus, they never had to try anything else. 
Because I, I, I hate to tell you, but your intellect can only go so far. Your money can only go so far. Mama and grandmama's wisdom can only go so far. Your friends, your family, their wisdom, their knowledge can only go so far. Their experiences can only go so far with you. But Jesus huh, spans the test of time. And his authority goes beyond any authority that's in this earth realm. This mother who had tried all things to get her daughter free figured she had heard these stories about this man named Jesus. And so she came to ask him of his aid. But notice what the scripture says. The scripture says that Jesus didn't answer her. Yeah, that's what the Bible says. The Bible said did not answer her a word. And to the point that she screamed and hollered and shouted so much at Jesus that the disciples said, send her away. Can you make her go away? She hollered. (laughs) Come on. But I know I got some mothers out there that can understand. We will lose our mind about our kids. Look, now we will act dignified on Mother's Day. You know, normally, should have told y'all to put your Mother's Day hats on to come on Zoom, but then it would have been a shadow. I wouldn't have been able to see your faces. But at any rate, on Mother's Day, we'll be dressed to the nines. We'll put on a hat. We'll put on heels we don't normally walk in. Come on, Zion. Because <laughs> it's Mother's Day. And we will come in and and we'll be, you know, we'll give God praise and hallelujah. But let us find out somebody came in correct to our child. Listen, it takes everything we got to keep our hat on, to not take them heels off, to not pull that back. Y'all, look, don't look at me crazy. Look, we saved, but we are still being sanctified. And if we got everything right, we wouldn't be in need of a savior. There's still some things that can tap a mother's nerve about her child and will cause you to almost forget you saved. I know I'm telling the truth. A mother doesn't care what she looks or sounds like when it comes to her child. And the Bible says that this mother was yelling and shouting and screaming Asking for Jesus' help. And Jesus didn't know the word. And the disciple said, send her away. She's shouting at us. And he didn't answer her. But he answered them and said, I was only sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But you got to see what this mother did. Because not only do mothers have great insight. Mothers have uh, great persistence. Yeah, they do. They have great persistence. Uh, When we talk about mothers, mothers uh, will continue to, to stay at something. And this mother, even in the midst uh, of Jesus saying, I, I only came for the lost sheep uh, of, of Israel. Even this mother, she didn't stop. She didn't stop. She didn't stop coming at Jesus. Matter of fact, the Bible says that she came again and began to fall at his feet and said, Lord, help me. She was not going to leave until she got what she needed for her baby. I wonder how many mothers have gone up to the school and wouldn't leave till they were able to talk to the teacher. When they know that their child, now look, can I put a pin here right quick? 
<laughs> I think some of y'all know where I'm going. Now, look, if you're going up there to tell them that little Johnny and little Susie don't ever give you any troubles at home, and I hear them yelling here on, on Zoom, are you telling a tale to the people at the schoolhouse? That's how the old folks used to call it, the schoolhouse. You, you telling the tale. Matter of fact, you probably finding that out now that you got the school, little Johnny, little Susie, yourself at the house. Amen. <laughs> Lord, help me. Look, you understand this. When they, we believe that our children are being uh, uh, not taken care of appropriately, we will go up to the school. We will ask to talk to the teacher. We want to talk to the TAs. We want to talk to the principal. We want everybody in the room and we want to find out why our child is not getting the help that they need. When they can sit and answer all the questions right there in front of those teachers, right there in front of that principal. And then you'll sit there and say, nah, somebody going to tell me why my child is not getting what my child needs. When the child is sick and you take them to the doctor and the doctor says, yeah, it's just a little cold here. I'm going to write them a script and send them home. And then they're not getting better. You're going to trot that child right back to the doctor. And when the doctor tries to write another script, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh That's what you're not going to do. You did that the last time. I need you to take the test that's needed to find out what's wrong with my baby. Now, look, your baby can be 18 years old. But at that moment, your baby is just that, your baby. Amen. And we're persistent in order to get what it is that our child needs. This Syrophoenician woman was persistent in coming to Jesus and saying, we need you. I need you. Lord, help me. Help us. But again, <laughs> Jesus's response. And see, some of us, for some of us, the story would have been over. Because Jesus's response to this mother was it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Y'all know what y'all would have did. Who oh, wait, who are you calling the dog? Listen, come on, let's tell it. Let's tell it. This mother, <laughs> this mother would not be deterred. This mother would not be denied. She would not be thrown off on what it is that Jesus just said to her. Many of us would have been thrown. We would have said, I thought he was God. I thought he came for everybody. You know, he, he's not who he said he is. Because he didn't do it the way you wanted him to. But I also need you to understand this. Not only do mothers of great faith have great insight. Not only do mothers of great faith have great persistence. But mothers of great faith also have great Humility. They have great humility. This mother, after hearing what Jesus said, she said, Okay, how do I? Because I hear that this man talks in parables. Let me not take this personally, but let me hit him or let me meet him right where he is. And so this mother, as opposed to getting offended, like some of us might have, as opposed to her getting offended, what she said was, yes, Lord. In other words, I get what you're saying. I understand. You didn't come from my people. You, 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 my people have not uh, acknowledged your God. I, I get that. I understand that. But understand this. <laughs> Even the crumbs that fall from the table, the dogs get to feed on them. So even after the children get a chance to eat, 
the crumbs fall to the ground and the dogs get to lap them up from the ground. What, what was this woman saying? This woman said, I don't need all that you came to give the lost sheep of the children of Israel. I, I don't need all that you came to give the Jews. But if you got something left over, that's all I need for my daughter to be healed. You all, many times, we you, I, folks wanted Jesus to come directly. No, I need you to come to my house. That, that's how my folks will get here. No, I need you to do that. I need you to lay hands on me. But faith says, I don't need all of that. I know if you just, just blink in her direction, she'll be healed. I, I know if you just think about us, we'll be delivered. I know if you just got us on your mind, we'll be fed. See, that's faith. When we have faith, we don't know, have to know how it's coming. <laughs> and when we got faith, it doesn't have to come the way we want it to. It could come in the way that God intends for it to, to stretch our faith. Many of us don't want our faith to be stretched. But when we understand that when all we got left is our faith, mm, then we allow our faith to be stretched. Notice Jesus' response to this mother. His response was this, O woman, your faith is great. It shall be done to you as you wish. And basically, as this woman was pleading her case, and as she spoke and said, even the dog can feed from the crumbs, what Jesus was saying is, based on what you said, your daughter's already healed. Go and walk to the house. <laughs> Because a mother's faith doesn't have to have Jesus come to the house. A mother's faith doesn't have to have Jesus lay hands. A mother's faith is simply in the fact that Jesus is able. A, a mother's faith is simply in the fact that he is capable of doing more than we can ever conceive in our finite mind. You all understand this. Again, you are here because of a faith of a mother. You do what you do because of a mother's faith. And for those of you all who have not gotten beyond where you are right now and say, I've, I've, I've fallen short of, of, of going where I need to go. Guess what? If you're still breathing, baby, then your mother's faith is still working. And if your mother's faith is still working, you can still be all that you desire to be. Why? Because even though a, a, a mother's faith a uh, even though a mother might not be here today to be able to pray a prayer of faith, her prayer of faith extends beyond her breath. Hear what I'm saying? A mother's prayer of faith extends beyond her breath. It extends beyond her heartbeat. So even if she's now in the arms of the Lord, her prayers of faith for you, are continuing on. So don't you stop. Don't you bow. Don't you bend. You can still be. All that your mama said that you could be. You can still be all that you know. You can be. Simply because. Of a mother's faith. I would imagine that that daughter. It doesn't say how old that daughter was. But I would imagine that that daughter. All her life. All she knew was being possessed by this devil 
was being possessed by a demon. And in her mind, she might have thought that she would never be anything other than being a puppet to a devil. Ooh, I felt that. Ah. But because of Jesus and because a mother's insight, a mother's persistence and a mother's humility, because of that, she was able to know a different life. My brothers and my sisters on today, celebrate your mothers on today. Give honor to your mother because the reason why you are who you are today is because of a mother's faith. The reason why you are who you are today is because of a mother's insight. The reason why you are who you are today is because of a mother's persistence. And the reason why you are who you are today is because of a mother's humility. And all of that are the components of a mother's faith. I pray that this word has blessed you on today. I pray that the Lord has spoken to you on today. I pray that it has encouraged you. If you're a mother on today, I pray that it's encouraged your heart. If you're, if you're not a mother, if you have a mother, a grandmother, an auntie, somebody who's been a mother to you, I pray that you reach out to them today. And I pray that you tell them Happy Mother's Day. Because the reality of it is this. The only way you could have gotten here is because of a mother. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. God, we glorify you. God, we magnify you. And God, we realize and we understand that nobody, nobody, nobody but you could have gotten us to the place where we are on today. God, we thank you for mothers. God, we thank you for those that are here. We thank you for those that have gone on to be with you. Father, we pray even now, God, that as we celebrate mothers on today, God, that you would uh, 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 give us the means, give us the ways, even in this quarantined or sheltered in place of being able to honor mothers on today, God, to give them the, the flowers that they are due. Father, we bless you and we give your name glory now. In Jesus name, we pray. Amen.